Hello, and welcome to another episode of the British English Podcast. In this bite-sized one, I'm going to be exposing you to another bit of pop culture in the UK that will help you understand more cultural references that Brits might mention. And hopefully, hopefully, I will be introducing you to something that will provide you with a few laugh-out-loud moments. I'm not declaring that my version will be doing so, but if this thing that I haven't mentioned yet is your cup of tea, then when you search for it and you find it on the internet and you listen to it, I suspect you will be looked at in a rather questionable way if you listen to it in public. Um, I should say it is immature humour. Um, if you don't like this, then congratulations for growing up. But uh, I still really enjoy it and I want to tell you about it. So what is it? Well, I suspect the title of this episode will give that away, although I always make the titles last, so I can't predict that. So let me just say, uh, many moons ago, hang on a second, uh, 201.4 to be precise. Thanks, uh, chat GPT. Um, many moons ago, a man got on the box in the UK in 2007. A man uh, was on the telly in the UK because of his extraordinary talent for putting on a variety of voices and having some fun with the general public. On the telly, he goes by the name of Phone Jacker. And his job was to terrorise, torture and, well, just tease uh, the British public through prank calls. If you don't know, a prank call is a practical joke where you use your telephone to connect with a stranger, typically, and you pretend you are somebody else or um, you create a fictional situation in order to deceive, confuse or amuse the recipient. The intent of a prank call is typically to provoke a humorous reaction from the person being called, and it often involves the use of scripted scenarios, accents or sound effects. Now, I'm aware that these can be harmful, but I'd say on the whole, this prankster uh, that goes by the name of Phone Jacker manages to perform quite the balancing act creating hilarity in a daring way without causing harm or being too offensive, in my opinion. Um, remember, it's all for comedy. So, yeah, it's it's not to be taken seriously in any way, shape or form. Um, but I do admit he uh, oversteps the mark in terms of vulgar language. And so I will uh, I will remove or at least reduce that side of it in today's episode. So as they say in the storytelling world, show, don't tell. Show, don't tell. So shut up and, and, and you know, show it. Don't just talk about it. And considering I have been talking about it for, I don't know, maybe four or five minutes, I shall attempt to show you what Phone Jacket is. And by that, I will be attempting to remake some scenes, pretending to be the prank caller, uh, but then using some of the original responses from the general public. Okay, so let's see. Uh, we have quite a few characters to choose from. Let's, uh, let's start with this one. Hello? Hello, yes. Uh, could you check something for me to see if it is in uh, stock? What is it, sir? It's a large duvet player. Sorry? Duvet player. Uh, what is that? Sorry. 
It's play Dufte. Plays what? Dufte. Dufte? Yes. I'm sorry, I don't understand what you heard. You know Dufte? No, I don't. You know, you used to have the Betamax, and then it changed to the Verse. VHS? Yes. You want a VHS player? No, I don't want a verse. I want a duved. Okay, I have no idea. Duved, duved. You want me to spell? Yes. Is it D? Yeah. V? Oh, DVD. Yeah, duved. DVD. Duved. I don't know anything about dude player. Okay, all I know is DVD player. Duved, yes. They start from 60 pounds upwards. 60 pounds for one juvk. Yes. How much you sell me look at the tuv? Which one? Look at the tuv. What is that? I used to have the plasma tuv. And now I want to buy the look at it of. Are you trying to say LCD? Look at it, yes. You know, don't say look at it. I don't know what. It's LCD. Yes, look at it. No, we have LCD. Well, what make are you having a look at it? Uh, what make do you want in a look at it? A juvk. Sorry? A juvk, look at it. We have JVC. Is that what you're trying to say? Juvke. No, no, JVC. Juvke. No, JVC. No, juvke. Don't have any jerk. Not jerk, I not say jerk, I say jerk. Because, you know, I don't understand. If you're saying JVC, then say JVC. Jufke. There's no jufke, it's JVC. If that's what you want, then let's talk. You have the jufke? No, I don't have jukata. What is jukata? I, you know, what, what am I supposed to tell you? What is your problem? I don't have any problem. Firstly, firstly you tell me you don't uh, you don't sell duvde. Then you tell me you do sell duvde. And then you tell me you don't sell lucrative. I said, we don't have jerks. I don't want a jerk. I want a juvke. I don't understand what you're trying to tell okay. me. Okay, I'll tell you from the beginning, okay? I want one juvke dufte player, and I want one juvke look at it of. I don't know what you're trying to tell me. Ready for the hood. Is it ready for the hood? Sorry? Is it ready for the hood? It's ready for what? The hood, you know? Hood. Okay, now I'd like to make it extra clear, despite my assumption that the majority of you listening spotted this, but I didn't make a phone call to this man for the creation of this episode. This man was already bothered by phone jacker many moons ago. I simply tried to impersonate phone jacker's character called Mr. Duvde, uh, because I still encounter comical references around his character. When I was younger, I found this one really, really funny. But now I'm a bit older, I find it a bit more annoying than anything. And I feel for the poor salesman. So just to be clear, as they say, um, no animals were harmed during the recording of this show. And by animals, we mean electronics salesmen, I guess. Uh, So the references um, that you might stumble upon are basically turning any initialism into an acronym, but kind of reading it as if they were all lowercase sounds. So not D, but D. Not V, but V. I'm aware that part of that previous sentence is one that Alan Partridge would be proud of, but there we have it. So the main gag his character focused on was the word DVD player. So that is technically an initialism, meaning all three letters actually stand for something and we pronounce them individually. D-V-D. I wonder if you can remember or or work out what they stand for. Pause the player now if you care to think. But uh, yeah, D stands for digital, 
V stands for versatile. And the last D stands for disc, digital versatile disc, DVD. Whereas Mr. Dovde, who is apparently a fictional Middle Eastern technophobe, would mistakenly abbreviate everyday technology and brand names, pronouncing them exactly as they are written. So instead of DVD, it's Dovde, hence his name, Mr. Dovde. Or Juvka, instead of the well-known Japanese electronics brand JVC. Juvka. Uh, the one I like the most is the NHS. Instead of the NHS, that wasn't covered in this conversation because this character, like uh, all of the other characters on Phone Jacker, he has done lots and lots of calls um, and created quite a hilarious archive of um, prank calls basically but yeah one of them in the recent podcast episode that he has done is talking about the NHS which is our national health service and it is so ingrained into us to say NHS that it's really funny to look at it in a different light nurse I like it. Um, my friends and I might be a bit biased, but it occasionally happens that we imitate this in the real world because uh, we're immature. So whenever we see something like that, the NHS, we might say, oh, yeah, I went to the nurse the other day. And like, oh, that's so funny because it's like that phone jacker guy. Yes, we need to get a better hobby. But uh, yeah, you might encounter it. And I'd say you would come across as very culturally aware and hilarious. If a non-native did that um, with me, I would be wetting my pants. Obviously, you've got to make it clear that you are joking and that you don't think it's called the nurse. Um, so have a glint in your eyes and ooze with sarcasm, maybe. But uh, yeah, Mr. Dovde. All right, let's move on to another one that I think is still immature, but less annoying. I think it's less annoying. Here we go. Oh, hello. Um, I don't seem to have any hot water at the moment. Okay. And uh, could you send someone down, please? Because it's, you, you know, I've been trying to take a bath all day. Called a merchant, you haven't called a service company. Oh, oh, right. Uh, so you just do the parts, do you? That's correct, yeah. And there's no one that could come down and see me? Unfortunately not. And do you sell the parts, do you? We do, yeah. Do you uh, work as banner yourself? Pardon? Do you work as banner yourself? No. Oh, you don't, no. You just stand behind the counter. Smiling. Sometimes I do, sometimes I scowl. Oh, really? Oh, that's fine. Oh, dear. It's been a long day for you, darling. Not so far, yeah. Oh, well, you wouldn't be scowling if you came to mine, that's for sure. Okay, then. Especially if you run me a hot bath. <laughs> I mean, you might even want to slip under the bubbles with me. <laughs> you control yourself, man. It's all right. Have you never spoken to a lady before? <laughs> Listen, why don't you come round with your toolbox? I know it's heavy and hard. <laughs> come on, come over. I'll give you my address. Oh, who am I speaking to, please? Uh, my name is Lady Smithersley Smythe. Did you really? Yes. Here you go there, my love. Thank you very much for calling. Okay. You have a great day. <laughs> Thank you very much. <laughs> a podcast full of all new prank phone calls, like from that bloke in the woolly hat. Amazing!
I thought he was deadly. Okay, so um, this one, um, I don't really think it comes up much uh, in day-to-day conversation, unless, you know, you're wanting to impersonate a slightly um, predatory, horny lady of a certain age. Um, I think the cultural thing here is the endless innuendos she provides. I've said it before, but I'll say it again. British English is full of innuendos, euphemisms and double entendres. Um, I'm not suggesting that other cultures don't use this form of comedy and Americans do this as well. But I'd say in comparison and also thinking about my Aussie friends who are, you know, braver at saying what they mean. Um, Brits, we hide behind hidden or double meanings a lot. We're indirect and we find it extra funny to be able to talk about these taboo things that are much more taboo, I'd say, in in British English, uh, because the culture is, I'd say, more prudish than the cousins across the pond or certainly down under. So, yeah, this one was more of a test for me to see if I could put on an old lady voice and for it to serve as a reminder that we like double meanings. All right, let's do one more for the sake of it. But uh, before I do, I just want to remind you the reason why I'm doing these random clips, because I played it to my partner and she was like, why are you subjecting your audience to this? And I think the reason that I'm doing this is, yes, okay, I, I find it fun trying to impersonate them. But the initial idea came about from the fact that phone jacker was a, is a given cultural reference in my demographic. So I want you to become more aware of things like this. If you find this humor funny, then you've got another source of listening practice. And talking of that, It's really difficult because they're very quick, um, often quite difficult to understand the accents that he puts on. One of the characters, in fact, has a speech impediment. The B, the letter B comes up everywhere in one of the characters that he plays. So again, it's advanced listening practice, kind of advanced or just like a challenge for anyone who wants to, you know, subject themselves to this kind of test. Um, culturally significant in some way, loosely speaking, and is fun for me. So yeah, here we go. Here's the last one of today's episode. Hello. Oh, hello there. Um, I'm calling from the government food and um uh, beverage department. Uh, do you have a moment? Yeah, I do, yeah. Yes. Uh, but, well, as you know, we have uh, left the uh, EU, uh, European Union. Um, yes? Yeah. Yeah. And uh, we, we are currently doing a realignment of various uh, rules and regulations regarding food and beverages. Uh, were you aware of this? Um, I'd say you might be best speaking to the manager, to be honest with you. Uh, well, do uh, do you uh, serve uh, beverages yourself? Uh, yeah, we do. Right, OK, so uh, perfect, yes. So uh, just to let you know that previously, when we were part of the uh, EU, the EU regulations stipulated that the head on a pint of lager should be no more than 7 millimetres and no less than 4.5 millimetres. Were you aware of this? No, I wasn't. 
Um, right, okay. So now that we've left the EU, the head on a pint of lager can be anywhere between 14 millimetres and 44 millimetres, okay? Okay. And uh, b- 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 how, how big was the uh, head on a pint of lager uh, usually at your, your establishment? Uh, did it fall between the EU stipulations? Because if it did, it no longer needs to. So basically, what I'm saying is you can pour as big a head on a pint of lager as you like, okay? Okay, that's great. Which is probably very good for profits. Um, And if they do kick up a fuss, then you can just uh, remind them that uh, we are no longer part of the EU. And because of this, you can have as big of a head on a pint of lager as you want. And, and if you don't like it, you could get stuffed. Okay, that's fantastic. Wonderful. Okay, fantastic. Well, uh, good luck with that. And if you need any more advice, uh, just give me a bell. Okay? That's great. Thank you so much. Lovely. Thanks so much. Bye now. Bye-bye. Brew, it's the bold new Burn Jacker podcast. Bray! Bray! Indeed. Meaning, yay! I'll explain that one in a sec. So that Brexit one was actually a new one, a new character. As I said earlier, Phone Jacker was popular from 2007, but hasn't really done much for over a decade. But recently released a brand new podcast with eight episodes of new content, which included some old and new characters. And I don't really recognise this character as much, so he might be new to the world, meaning people won't really know what you're talking about if you reference him. But his general gag is to phone businesses and tell them about a far-fetched, fictitious rule that no longer applies due to Brexit. Um, But a minute ago, I said, Bray, not yay. Uh, This is in line with the character called Brian Badondi. Uh, Brian, or Brian, is a man, a man, who has a speech impediment. Again, fictional comedy character. Don't get your panties in a twist. uh, Where everything he says ends up starting with the letter B. His um, general accent, not the speech impediment, but his general accent is similar to that of a late art critic called Brian Sewell. I had to Wikipedia that. I I didn't know of that before. Um, But I'd say that this one, along with Mr. Duvde, oh, and Terry Tibbs. Yeah, talk to me, talk to me. We'll we'll get to that one as as well. Uh, Are the most remembered among those who watched Phone Jacker back in the day. But Charlie, you've not provided us with an example of Brian Badondi. Ah, haha, don't you worry. Don't you worry. Because I went a little crazy when preparing this bite-sized episode and I mimicked not three, not four, not five, but eight prank calls from Phone Jacker. So we've done three. We've got five left. Hooray. So I'll be sharing them with you in future Bite Size episodes. So look forward to that. But of course, you can enjoy the original, uh, the OG, the original gangster right now. That's another initialism, isn't it? OG, original gangster. Or as Mr. Duvde would say, uh, you can go and listen to the UG. The OG. Just type in phone jacker, spelt with an F instead of a PH at, f- at the beginning of phone on YouTube or your preferred podcast player and enjoy. That is all from me today. Thank you for listening to the end of this episode. My name is Barley Baxter and you've been listening to <laughs> the British English Podcast. Bye-bye. Beautiful. <laughs>